today was uh, the, the theme foundational scripture for Youth Annual Conference this year. And it encouraged the kids to be relentless in their pursuit of God and of holiness, just as God relentlessly pursues us. We had um, a featured speaker from the North Carolina Annual Conference. Her name was Reverend Dr. Stephanie Hand, and she took us to church. Amen? She poured into our young people a message that I think that they need, but I think that we all need as well. She told them repeatedly, you are good. God created you and you are good. And I love, and I saw her in the hallway outside and I said, you know, thank you for, for speaking this into our young people. And I thank you because your word wasn't you're good enough. Did you ever have a moment where you say, well, I'm, I'm probably good enough to do that. I'm probably good enough to play that or I'm probably good enough to apply for that job or I'm probably good enough to, uh, to try to be friends with that cool kid. I'm probably good enough to try out for, you know, drama club or choir. And so when we say that we are good enough, it automatically puts us at a level where we're not just good. Yeah, we're, I'm good enough. But what did God say in creation? He didn't say, oh, I've created this and this and this and it's good enough. No, God said it is good and then he created mankind and said, it is very good. And so uh, Reverend Dr. Stephanie said, I want you all to know that you are good. And she had the kids stand up at one point. She, she did it. She asked the, the young women to stand up. And they made affirmations. They said, I am good. I am loved. I am enough, which is different than good enough. I am enough. And then she had the young men stand up, and the first thing that she said, she had them affirm is that they are good and they will treat women respectfully. And there was power in that room as the young people spoke, not only hearing her words, but spoke it of themselves, because they live in a world more than we ever did, where they're hearing and they're seeing and they're internalizing that they are not good because there's TikTok and Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram and a million other apps that we probably don't even know about yet that are showing other people's highlight reels. You know, no filter, hashtag no filter, baloney. You know that I've seen my niece and my sister take pictures. They're very posed, they're very staged. And so those are, that's what makes the internet, not their bloopers. But I know from raising a young person that, that my son, when he sees Instagram and Snapchat and, and Facebook and things like that, he, he compares his blooper reel to others' highlight reel. And that's, they're inundated with that 24-7. When I was a young person growing up, if I had a bad day at school, it ended at 3 o'clock. I could get on my bus and go home. It doesn't end for them. So the world is pouring into them 24-7. And that is why opportunities like Youth Annual Conference, which I'll remind you again that we are the only conference that offers a Youth Annual Conference of this kind. That is why it is so vitally important that our young people come together, hear the word of God preached over them, let them be filled up and let them soak it all in in that kind of setting where they can stand with one another.
So I'm going to invite Tevin and Heidi and our young people up, and they're going to share uh, some of their experience at Youth Annual Conference. Youth Annual Conference looked a little different this year. It normally is a very large event that happens at Lakeside. Because of COVID, we were off for two years, and because of some restructuring, they moved it to Walsh University. The team that put it together was amazing, and because of the change of venue and the change in numbers of attendees, they were able to spend time, intentional time, in small groups, and I think that was a game changer for some of our kids. When they first said, you're going to spend time in small groups, you would have thought we were sending them all to their death. It was like a death march to the room. We're going to small groups. By Sunday, at closing worship, they were all standing linked arm in arm. And I thought, that is church. They walked into that room not knowing each other from Adam. And they stood in worship on Sunday morning and linked arms. And I thought, that's an army. That is an army. And so I, I was overcome by that moment. And I'm so proud of them for putting aside their, their worries and their fears and being brave and leaning into what God was calling them to. So I'm going to let you hear from them. So Enola, what was your favorite thing about Youth Annual Conference? Um, my favorite thing, I really liked the small groups. That was probably one of my favorite things. Um, I also really liked Sarah Reeves, the woman that did, was singing. She was amazing. Um, I think small groups was definitely... Why did you like small groups? Because um, the small groups were kind of, was kind of like the circle of friends that I made. And um, we also talked a lot about um, issues in, like, the world. And we talked about, like, anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And it's just, it was meaningful to me to know that there are people that do care about people that have, like, those mental illnesses and, like, their people are here for you when you need somebody to talk to and stuff, so. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, Dominic, do you want to, would you like to share what? <laughs> you can give him the mic. What was your favorite thing about Youth Annual Conference? Um, my favorite part was just mainly, ha mainly hanging out with, with everybody, getting to know new people, and um, the... I definitely like uh, Stephanie Han, the, the, things, the things that she was saying. And I did like the concert. I, I thought that was pretty fun, too. Um, pretty much everything. Um, pretty much everything was pretty fun, even the sports. Um, why, why did you like Reverend Han so much? Because she kept saying that we were all good enough, and that just really got to me that weekend. And it just really... It just really got me thinking to, to continue working on like, loving myself more. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Tevin, do you want to share? Um, I would say the thing that I liked the most was when we first got there, all of our kids know each other very well, and they're like a clique. And they's like, we were going to have to separate everybody, and they kind of clammed up. But by the end, some of them got their Snapchat, some of them got phone numbers of other kids. Um, it was, it was really nice that they kind of just spread out and met other people. Um, I liked the comedians. They were pretty good. Um, 
the concert. I mean, it was just very organized, very fun. Um, the kids just, they're already saying next year they want to for sure go back. So it was, I, I really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Did you say you had something else? I was going to say the comedians oh, were, the comedians. Not, yeah, the three, two, one. They were hilarious. All right, Heidi. Um, so my all-time favorite part was hometown. Hometown. <laughs> so so me, yeah. I, I have to explain that. I was tired. And you all know I was tired. We had had Vacation Bible School annual conference, Vacation Bible School, took kids to youth annual conference. I was tired. Reverend Hand was a very interaction, conversational preacher. And so as she was preaching, she would say, say Jesus. And we would say Jesus. Or she would say, say good. And we would say good. So at one time she said, say your hometown. And I said, hometown. <laughs> and these guys just about fell out of their chairs. So that's so then anytime anything went a little sideways, somebody in our group would scream, hometown! <laughs> Not uh, nice. So that was my favorite part. But <laughs> um, just being there with other people who, so I'm a homebody, and I didn't want to go to Yak. When I heard I was signed up for it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Another <laughs> weekend away from home, super busy. I got there, and Reverend Hand's message was show up. Um, and I showed up. So it was just amazing. Once I'm there, it, you know, just being around all your fellow Christians who are just as busy, who struggle just as much sometimes to show up. Um, and the leaders, when the youth were in their, like, small groups and stuff, um, us leaders got to sit in a room and, you know, share our stories and stuff. And at one point, she wanted us to share our calling. Um, and I never felt like I had a calling, you know, um, some people shared that they heard like a big swoosh of wind or their name being called. And I'm like, oh, I want that, you know? So I always felt like I struggled. And so I presented my story of just how, you know, we got married and we're church shopping and everything. And I got, um, done and another lady, she was like, you know what? That is your calling. Whether you think it's a big grand story or not. She's like, I always felt like a traitor showing up and not having this big calling or something. And that really, um, that really hit home to me because you don't have to have some amazing swoosh of wind or your name being called because God is good and God is everywhere. And one of the singers, um, she had a song that says, I don't want it if you're not in it, Lord. And I don't want a life without God in it. And Yak was amazing even for us adults and when I got home, I had three of the four youth, three of the kids were mine, and one of the twins, Hezekiah, you all know, he's not super huggy. He never tells me he loves me. He never hugs me. He's just a teenage boy, but he's like, Mom, I want to go back next year. How amazing is that? I mean, Elijah and Enola really want to go back next year, but, you know, just seeing Hez interacting, and he was one that was linking arms and doesn't even hug his mother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like linking arms with other youth, like, God is good. So I'm going to get, I love you out of him at some point. <laughs> so speaking of Hez and Elijah, they are not, oh, sorry, am I supposed to be doing this? I don't want to, sorry. Um, they could not be here today because they had a celebration happening with their aunt for their birthday. But I recorded a message from them of the fa their favorite things from Yak. So do you have that, Dave? Elijah, what was your favorite thing about Yak? 
Uh, my favorite thing was probably just meeting new friends, doing all the fun stuff. Okay. What's something that you learned or something that was uh, meaningful? Probably that just um, you always need to believe in yourself because when you believe you can do stuff that you believe that you can do. Awesome. Are you going to come back next year? Oh, yeah. I had a great time. Cool. That was Elijah. Has what was your favorite thing about Yak? Uh, favorite thing about Yak was uh, small groups. Why did you like small groups? Uh, all the people in them were cool, and we were one of the most talkative groups. I think. And what is something that you learned about the busing bags? They would put all kinds of stuff in there for people who are like homeless and need to close them up. Is that something that you think you could do at our church? Uh, yeah. Awesome. You gonna come back next year? Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, as a breakout, the kids got to choose where they wanted to go for breakout. Um, I wanted Dominic to go to yoga just because I wanted to watch. But he vetoed yoga. They all chose to go to a blessing bag packing. So they were able to put together blessing bags for local churches to share with those people who have hit kind of a rough spot in their lives and need some hygiene items and and they put cards in them and all sorts of things so that really resonated with Hez and he said that's something that he would like us to do at our church which I thought fits perfectly with our uh, hosting the sharing kitchen we could share some of those things and share some encouragement all right anybody else have anything any final thoughts yes air conditioning in the building and it was terrible <laughs> And also, I was really tired Sunday. Um, I fell asleep during the sermon because I was up really late. And <laughs> I just want to say that, Yak, this, that weekend, um, I felt closer to God than I ever did. I told my mom, and I was taking a shower, and I'm like, Mom, I feel so much closer to God than I ever have. This weekend really moved me. This weekend has made me realize that I am a child of God. I am here for a reason to serve him. And I just felt so empowered over the sermon and then the concert because of the one of the songs that she's had was anxious and it really got to me and I just definitely will go back next year praise God amen amen um you guys can have a seat if you Oh, yeah, if you guys noticed in Hezekiah's video, they had lanyards that had um, buttons on them. So typically what would happen at Youth Annual Conference is they would trade district buttons for all of the districts. They changed it up a little bit this year, and they challenged the kids. They started off with three, and then they would periodically give them buttons to trade with other kids. So it encouraged them to go outside of their own little group and trade buttons. And so Hezekiah took that extremely seriously. He was going to get those 12 buttons if it was the last thing that he did in life. And you can see he proudly had all of them. Um, and so that was a really cool, it was a cool thing that they were able to tap into that little healthy competition part of him. I, I think it was so important for our kids to hear, you know, how many times have we said in front of our children, oh, this is, we're going to heck in a handbasket. This country's in the worst shape it's ever been, and I've never seen anything like this. This is terrible. People are terrible. This is government's terrible. Everybody's terrible. Everything's falling apart. That's the messaging that they hear over and over and over again. 
And I was so grateful for the message of hope in Jesus Christ and hope in God's plan, hope in the power of the Holy Spirit moving in all of them because all they hear over and over and over again is how bad things are. Everything's so bad. Everything's falling apart. And I have preached to you in the past that this is the church's moment. This is our moment that we can shine. This is our moment where we can be different. And I saw it in our kids. You guys are going to do amazing things. I saw your commitment to God. You all are going to change the world. Don't ever let anyone tell you that God is not going to equip you to make things better. Because I saw it happening. I saw it taking hold of you. And like you said, now I believe in myself. I believe I can do things. And so don't ever let anyone tell you that this world is falling apart and there's no hope. Because you know there's hope. And you know where your hope lies. Amen? Amen. So we took, oh, Donna's got something to say. Shock and awe. Yes, mother. 